guys. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Av. Today we're talking about time management and a little bit of self-care and some things that we need to do to prevent burnout. Um, as creatives and artists, it's really easy to overbook ourselves, overcommit, and be psychotic like me. Um, but it's really important to learn how to be preventative of those and like understand the signs of burnout that are personal to you. And then also if you end up getting to a point of burnout, figuring out how you're going to recover and like what works best for you. So I just wanted to share a little bit of my journey with this and um, hopefully give you guys some ideas and like maybe we can talk about it in my Instagram DMs or something. If you want to DM me on Instagram at underscore AVE music, Ave music, you can, um, we can talk about it. We can figure out what works best for both of us and like chat about it. Um, and hopefully this will be helpful in like getting your life back on track or keeping your life on track before it goes off the rails. Um, because it's a lot. Being an artist is a lot. Being a creative is a lot. It's easy to be scattered. It's easy to be distracted and also not know, like it's easy to work harder, not smarter. I feel like because there's not a direct path, you know, like if you think about someone who wants to be a nurse or a doctor, there are, there's a direct path. You go to school, you go to med school and you get a job. Like (laughs) I know it's not that as easy and simple as that, but at least there's a path that you stay on. And it's just the only way you can mess up is if you like study for 24 hours straight and then like make your life harder than it has to be. But with music, it's more like, okay, well you can focus on this revenue stream to make money so that you could support your music or you can make a whole album but is making an album a good idea right now you can gig and do all of that but is that a good idea for you now is that the best step you can take to get to where you want to be like there's so much and that's something that I've been really struggling with lately so I figured maybe I'll share my thought process and then see if anyone resonates and maybe we can all chat about it I don't know Also, I always say this in all my podcasts, if you ever, if you're listening to this and you are at all found this helpful, if you want to chat more, like I'm always down to getting on a Zoom call or a FaceTime or getting coffee, like I'm literally always down, please just DM me on Instagram and we can do that and make that happen because I think it's fun to connect with people and meet people and talk about things like this that are important because these are the things we don't learn in school that we should. (laughs) so anyway all right I'm going to begin with saying that I have learned some new time management techniques um that have really helped with preventing burnout okay and then we're going to talk about burnout and then we're going to talk about um like recovering from it okay and just as a simple definition for anyone that doesn't know burnout is basically a feeling of being unmotivated being uninspired um feeling really kind of lazy and honestly just a feeling of giving up after just working way too hard working yourself to you know the end of your rope like it's really ridiculous and I I do it too so it's a really terrible feeling and I hope that if you've never felt it that you don't ever feel it and hopefully with uh some techniques that I hopefully or some tips that I mentioned in here we can all help each other to prevent that so Some time management stuff that I've learned recently is that it's different for everyone. Um, You can watch as many freaking like plan my, you know, plan my week with me's or like videos on YouTube where people have their methods of organizing their life. You can try your absolute hardest to just copy theirs. It's not going to work for you. 
maybe some ideas of it will um, and you can adopt some ideas and some habits that they've done and some products that they swear change their lives but at the end of the day it's going to come down to who you are and how you organize your life and what works best for you and I think a lot of that comes down to your senses so for me like I'm a very visual person and I need to see everything perfectly aligned and um, so someone might be like, okay, then just put it all in a planner. No, the thing with planners for me is I can't move things around then. And then when I scribble things out, it makes me feel like my whole day is ruined and like everything's messy. So no, planners are not going to work for me. Um, Have planners worked in the past? Yes. I have one planner that I absolutely love and I still use and it's called the Dream Achieve Workbook. My friend Hannah sells them, makes them, sells them. It's her business. They're incredible. I will link them below. Um, But... I have noticed that I use my Dream Achieve for much different tasks now because I've learned that planning my day has to be on my little calendar on my phone because I get notifications for when like things need to happen and that really keeps me on track and it's so helpful. So I use my little calendar. I plan everything that I need to get done for the, the day but I do it in a realistic way. So what I do is every time I think of something that I need to do, I put it as a reminder. Um, No, I don't put it as a reminder. I put it as an all-day event in my calendar on the day that I think I might might have time to do it. And then those start to stack up. So like by the time I get to this Monday, today is Friday, by the time I get to Monday, I'll probably have five or six things that are sitting at the top of my calendar for Monday and what I do is I sit there either the night before or the morning of and I figure out what needs to get what's the most urgent and I prioritize it and I think about how long it's going to take me to do that activity and I find a place in my day to do it and if not I move it to the next day and then I have to start the process again the next day okay and that has proven to be so helpful for me I really like having the notifications actually on it too like I put notifications for like every time something is going to happen so that I keep myself on track. It's not, if that's going to stress you out, you need to figure that out. Like if, if that's something that's not going to help you, then don't put your notifications on. But again, it's all trial and error. You need to figure out what is going to work best for you and your personality and the way that you organize your life. For me, like if a notification goes off and I'm like 10 minutes late, I'm okay with that. I'm just like, oh, okay, thanks for the reminder. Cool. I'm 10 minutes off schedule. It's really okay. Now I know that the next thing you know, I have 10 less minutes to get to the next thing. So let me just like keep that in mind. And that's been really helpful. Okay. Um, another thing that I do is I have a large calendar for the next two months um, up on my wall. And I I just like having that near my desk so that when I sit down to do homework or something, I can look and be like, okay, cool. This is what my month looks like. Obviously things can change, but like I can put things in in advance and it's like up my wall and I see it every morning. And um, sometimes I set an intention for the month. So this past February, I called it Fitness February and I just like really had a goal to be as active as possible and get into better shape and at the same time try different fitness classes that I've never done before because my fitness routines and like uh, exercise habits have always led to dancing, which is my favorite thing to do ever and I that's the season of... Uh, that's the season I'm in this month is just going back to dance as far as um, fitness. But at the time, I really just wanted to do something different. So I did my research before February started and I said, all right, there's um, a $10 uh, deal at this yoga studio. It's 10 consecutive days of 
classes for yoga for $10. I'm going to do that challenge. I'm going to try to go every single day. So I marked it out in my calendar so that I could see it. Like this is what I'm doing. And then every few days I would add a new class to my calendar and be like this is good I'm accomplishing my goals for the month which was to be extremely active and I I've gone to the gym almost every day of the month um I've gone to different classes I've gone to different studios different gyms and I've done it all by myself because that was the goal that I wanted I wanted to do different things by myself and be brave and go in and have an hour to myself a day of working out alone and not judging myself for it, just trying to be as active and fit as possible. Now, the reason I did it for a month is because that's how I like to organize my life. I like to set an intention for the month that makes sense for the season of my life that I'm in and really accomplish that one month at a time. And I had a bunch of other habits um, throughout the summer and stuff. And for September, my goal is just to get a hold of my life because September is a really tough time. Um, new things are starting and like there's a bunch of you know new classes and new projects and new events and stuff so literally my intention for September was like just get a hold of your life like just be organized and start to figure out some sort of balance that works for you so I'm just seeing what I like and what I want to do in October honestly that's what September is for right now sometimes um just like I said given the challenge of being an artist and there being so many different like stepping stones that you can step on to get to where you want to be. Um, I often have to refocus and like sit down and be like, okay, what is my ultimate goal again? And like how, what's the most direct way to get there? Um, and that's a, that's something that I do pretty often. I normally do it when I sit down and I figure out my intention for the month. Um, and I sit down and I write down all the goals that I want to get accomplished and like what's most important. So like for this season of my life, aside from like setting an intention every month, I try to set an intention, an overarching intention for the season of my life. So like normally that goes by semester um, and it's like by quarters kind of. So um, this new quarter started September 1st and will end um, January 1st. Okay. So like this season of my life, I'm focusing on finishing my album. So that's an overarching thing in my career that is going to take time. And it's not something I can finish in a few weeks. It's not something that I can devote hours and hours and hours of time to every single day. So it's going to take time, but it's an overarching thing. And at the end of the day, when I find extra time or when I am thinking about my, my month and my weeks and my days, I subconsciously pick something to do that's going to get me closer to finishing my album. All right. Um, so that those are some tips on. So that's what I do as far as like prioritizing life and figuring out how to best manage that stuff. Okay, so I've talked about a few things that really help with my time management and there's a whole different podcast episode on routines and habits that I've gotten into that really helped me as a creative kind of scattered person and I want you to listen to that to really get an idea of what habits and routines you can implement to help you with your time management. So I'm not going to go into depth with all of those but figure out some routines and some habits that you can input and schedule into your day that are going to make your day much more enjoyable, peaceful, and honestly just like efficient so that you can get done the things you need to get done in a good mindset, in 
you're feeling good, your body's feeling good, your mind's feeling good, and you can be as successful and efficient as possible, okay? Um, I next want to move on to what burnout is and like how I've gotten there before um, when maybe not practicing these little time management skills. There have definitely been times when I just like don't even pay attention to my calendar on my phone or like I don't even have a calendar sitting up on my wall or like my life just feels completely messy and disorganized and that's often when shit hits the fan and like I'm late to things and I um I don't I'm I'm very rushed everything I'm doing is just going through the motions my shower was two minutes and 36 seconds long like everything is just like scattered and that's not helpful and has always led to either approaching burnout or burnout in general and burnout um for me looks very different than it might for you I know that I'm about to burn out when I start craving a nap at any given moment. Like I could be anywhere in the middle of doing an activity and I'm like, oh, I really just, I wish I could do it. I could have a nap right now. Or like I take a nap and I wake up and I'm like, oh my God, I really can't get up. Like I do not have any desire to get up and do anything today. Or waking up in the morning feels like a battle and you're like, I really don't know how much I'm going to be able to get done. Um, that's what I think burnout is. At least that's what I've experienced. Some other signs of it are just feeling completely uninterested in the things that you're normally interested in. Like, um, if I haven't written a song in like three weeks, I know that I'm probably burnt out because I normally write songs every few days. So if I haven't written one, it probably means that I'm way 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 tired and just like uninspired and unmotivated and my mind is just not where it needs to be um I start to get really irritable as well I start to get really just like lazy unmotivated I don't want to be social that's a huge thing for me because I'm such a social person that when I notice that I'm canceling social plans or like not doing anything over the weekend and I just like sit in my room for the for a few days or like just want someone to come over and watch a movie and not speak to me (laughs) that means I'm burnt out and it's happened to me several times and it's really scary and sad and I don't like it and it's very it's so much harder to recover from than to prevent so like I mentioned before I shared some things that really helped me with um time management I think burnout prevention is being really aware of your time and how you're feeling and it's just being self-aware like and obeying your body honestly too so obeying your time and body obeying your mind and body and acknowledging the connection between those or maybe the disconnect or the lack of connection is really really important in preventing burnout it's just like checking in with yourself I would say several times a day or like if you're in a good spot in your life, maybe like once a day at the end of every day, be like, how was today? How did you feel today? Um, what triggered you? What didn't? Um, how do you feel about tomorrow? Like you need to like ask yourself these things as if you're it's not a friend or a family member is asking you these things. Maybe you could come up with a list of questions that are like things you ask yourself every night before bed or like a sticky note by your bed and like go through the list. Like, okay, how did I feel today? Well, I felt this way, blah, blah, blah. Okay, how do you feel about tomorrow? Well, tomorrow's going to be a busy day, but like honestly, if I just go to bed in the next 10 minutes, I'll be fine. Um, how do you feel about 
you know, like you need to go through questions that pertain to you and answer them honestly and really make a note of them. Um, Normally, I notice that I'm getting burnt out if I'm unmotivated and lazy. It starts like mentally, like I'm just not feeling good mentally. And then out of nowhere, I normally get sick. That is a huge red flag and normally means that burnout is coming like tomorrow Um, or it's a result of burnout. The minute I get sick, my body is literally trying to take me down and be like, hey, can you please stop? We've been trying to tell you to stop, but you don't. So now we're going to make you sick so that you can't get up. Like <laughs> that's what I think getting sick is for me because I'm a, I have a very healthy immune system normally. And um, I'm very, I'm just, I'm, I'm in good shape. I'm happy. I'm healthy. So when I get sick, I'm like, whoop. I did something wrong. I'm going way too hard. Okay, and this is the major sign of burnout for me. My voice goes. When I have a hoarse voice or if I'm losing my voice out of literally nowhere, I'm burnt out. I don't know why that's the first thing to close down. Maybe because I'm such a vocal person. I'm such a communicative person. Um, That's how I express myself normally, obviously with singing and songwriting, but also just like in life. I'm much more of a verbal person than anything else. So when... My voice goes, my body's like, can you shut the fuck up? No, can you shut up? Shut up. Sit down, shut up. Because now we're going to get sick on purpose so that you can't speak to anyone and you can't move. So this is what you did to yourself. All right, burnout's the worst. I hate it and it's very hard to recover from. Speaking of recovery, normally what I have to do is I have to take like four to five days off off. I cannot do anything. Like I have to take to sit in my room with the blinds closed and nothing going on, and sleep, and be quiet, okay? Sometimes I just end up doing things that I enjoy doing, like watching a movie, or watching YouTube videos, doing things that recharge me, um, like in a soulful way. You have to be aware of what feeds your ego, and what feeds your soul, so I've made a list now, now that burnout has happened several times to me, I've made a list of things that feed my soul. And that normally includes like watching dance videos, watching um, Hairspray or Grease, like movies that I absolutely love. It sometimes involves driving for a very long amount of time and listening to old Taylor Swift songs. Um, there's things that fuel my soul, not my ego. Fueling your ego is going to look anything like getting validation from others, um, doing something that's going to increase your status or your wealth or um, anything that's just like more external, that is feeding your ego and that is not going to help you with burnout. Actually, it's not going to help you at all with anything, but you need to be able to d- to make the distinction between fueling your ego and fueling your, your soul. So make a list of things that fuel your soul and have that list ready for when god forbid the time comes that you're burned out burnt out and look at those things and do a few of them i love meditating i love um reading a book that i love normally these the things that fuel my soul when i'm burnt out are things that are not related to music because a lot of the times i just get burnt out from working from literally doing everything in my life let me rephrase this Normally I get burnt out when like everything that I've been doing has to pertain to my music career, which is normally how I like it. And as long as I balance and stay balanced and stay healthy mentally, it's fine. I love to eat, sleep and breathe my music, but sometimes I go a little too hard. Like for example, I'll be like 
co-writing all week. Uh, I'll give a better example. My summer was a little cray-cray. I was working so that I could finance my new album. I was interning at a, at a music publishing company so I could learn. And I was taking summer classes to get my music business degree. The only thing that I was doing that wasn't pertaining to my music was like eating. <laughs> and like, that's not good. So normally when I'm burnt out, it's being burnt out from like e- eating, sleeping and breathing music. So I normally have to do something where my senses are very... Like, my sensory overload is completely replenished. Like, I have to figure out how to replenish that. And normally that involves reading a book that's not related to music, watching a movie that's not related to music, or, like, um, just napping, sleeping, like, not not listening to music, not doing anything that involves music, okay? Um, that's when I'm at, like, my lowest point of burnout, when, like, I want nothing to do with music, and that's really sad, and I really am trying to be much better about not getting to that point, because I can't. I can't afford to. I don't think it's healthy to. I need to just instead better manage my time and my emotional health and all that stuff so that I don't get to that point, and so that I can successfully do music all the time, and it makes me happy, and I don't start to resent it, you know? Um, so your recovery from burnout is going to look different than mine, but my biggest tip is just to make a list of things that fuel your soul rather than your ego. And normally that will help you. And maybe just taking time to yourself, recharging, um, whatever your version of self-care is. We all know I don't like that word because it sounds like a project or media has made it out to sound like a project. It's not a project. Do, self-care is going to be stuff that you enjoy to jo- enjoy doing that's not going to necessarily progress you in any way towards your career or towards you know making more money or things like that it's going to be anything but that so make your list figure it out and learn to better manage your time so that you don't get to that point okay um, also be really aware of your screen time because that's really draining. Be really aware of your um, social time. I know that when I've had a really social day, I need to come back and recharge alone, like alone alone because I'm very because I'm so social and because I do so much with music and like a lot of loud things that involve my energy, I go into sensory overload sometimes and I know that like if I get a headache, I've done way too much for the day. Like I've I've sang too much. I've written too much. I've used everything way too much. So please be aware of like how your body reacts to being overworked. And it'll start with m- your mental health and then it'll quickly go to your body because your mind-body connection is so, 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 so strong and powerful. Please learn to be aware of it and um, help yourself with that. You know, you're in control. Figure out what's best for you in the moment and take control of your life and make sure everything's balanced. Make sure your life is balanced and make sure you are balanced and you are good, okay? That's my advice for today. Um, My notification is about to go off telling me that I need to go to work. So um, I need to stick to my schedule so that I am not panicked and I don't, you know, I'm not late and because that makes me nervous, all the things. Um, So there you go. I'm going to go to work. And then I'm going to have dinner with a friend and then I'm going to bed because it's been a very long productive day and I need to go to bed early tonight and be great so that tomorrow I can have a successful day. Okay? 
thanks for listening guys i hope that you gained something from it please dm me on instagram if you want to talk more about this at underscore ave music av music um and we will talk in the next podcast episode bye guys Thank you.